Welcome to Monday Monday. We're Joey and Emma, bringing you a new, real, raw parenting podcast series. Talking to experts, celebrities, parents, and influencers to shine a light on the areas of parenting that are overlooked, unspoken, or not Instagram worthy. We say that every day is a Monday for a mama. Please subscribe, like, comment, and follow our journey on Monday Monday. Joey Kendall Brown, Emma Sarai Thank you for listening! Hello and welcome to Monday Monday. We are so excited to tell you guys that this episode is sponsored by Nano Baby. They are such a brilliant brand. They've just launched in the UK. They've designed the first baby bottle specifically for breast milk. So ideal for all you mummers out there who are breastfeeding and expressing. Nano Baby epitomises everything that Monday Monday is about. Preparing and empowering parents. Its unique design means it both cools down and warms up twice as fast as a standard shaped bottle, so it helps preserve the nutrients in the breast milk. And its breast-like shape means it's easy holding for little hands. It's super simple to use as you can pump directly into the bottle as it comes with an adapter that fits most pumps, so no chance of spillages. And finally, the bottles can stack on top of each other for easy storage in the fridge. Such a smart design. So whether you want to get your partner involved, you're struggling with feeding, have to return to work, or just need a break, it's the perfect companion on your breastfeeding journey. It's available in John Lewis, Mamas and Papas, or on NanoBaby's website at nanobaby.co.uk. Today we'll be talking openly and honestly to the stunning TV star, fitness entrepreneur and mama-to-be, Lucy Mecklenburg. Today we'll be talking all things pregnancy and fitness, from morning sickness, mum guilt and adjusting to life with bump, to how to navigate the highs and lows of pregnancy and whether we should work out during pregnancy. Lucy, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations. Thank you, that intro was lovely. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> Very nice. And your bump is beautiful. Oh, thank you. Do you know what? Most people say I've got quite a large bump for how I far don't think you have. It's a cute bump. Cute bump. It, is it? Mm-hmm. I love it. It's an excuse when I'm eating loads at dinner. Yeah. Everyone goes, all right, she's pregnant. We can see it. Isn't fine. it good that when you do fall pregnant, you, well, past the sickness stage, I felt like so like, oh, I can eat everything. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, what I eat now. I can I just did. eat whatever, indulge. I was so greedy. I put on three stone. Did you? Yeah, did you? literally. Like, I just thought I'm going to have those crisps. I felt so sick. Yeah. So I was just, yeah. food, 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 <laughs> <laughs> carbs. The first 12 weeks, I had to eat every hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was eating constantly. It had to be beige. And it was every hour because otherwise I'd be sick. Yeah, so it was a constant thing. But I, I think I lost a little bit of weight at the beginning because of the sickness. Mm. But I'm about a stone up from normal. But actually, it's one of the only times you just don't care. Yeah, yeah. enjoy it. It, it, it. I think kind of changes, doesn't it? Your perspective on like your body and how you see it's different because then you're carrying life and it's yeah. like, oh my god, and you know because obviously. All, all women do it, but you don't actually think about it, do you? Well, they say that apparently a pregnant woman is running like on energy, like you would be doing something like a triathlon for three days in like Italy or something like that, constantly throughout your pregnancy. Really? So you're burning something Didn't like five thousand calories a day. I mean, that's pretty cool. All those figures are probably oh, well, you wrong. You know, I'm quite lazy. I'm not sure I'm burning. But even those. even just <laughs> <laughs> even just being awake. Oh really? Because your body is working is so that why hard. The first twelve weeks, you're so knackered. Because mm-hmm. I think it's crazy how you have a fully formed baby in the first trimester. Yeah. I find that incredible. I know. Yeah. And, and like no all the one... personality, like. All those kicks, are you feeling any kicks yet? I'm feeling the wave. Uh-huh. Yeah. That weird like, like butterflies. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a really odd feeling, but I'm getting used to it now and I kind of know and if I eat certain things, sugary things, yeah. or fizzy or something, I can feel it. But I love it. It's do kind of talk- that nice little reassurance that yeah. it's there. Aww, do you <laughs> talk to Bump? 
Not yet. I feel like it's a bit early. Yeah. Maybe yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah. I ended up really having random conversations Did with my you? boy. Really? And, 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 uh, and, and I don't even think my partner even knows. not surprise me one bit. <laughs> but in the shower would be my time to talk to Bump because oh. I, no one would really hear. Toilet felt a bit inappropriate. So it would be when I showered. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Hi, oh, boys. You all right? Which one's moving today? Oh, oh crazy. That's so firstly, like we've already said this, yeah. but a huge congratulations on not only your pregnancy but your engagement this summer Thank what you. an exciting year you've had so far how are you feeling it's been a, a crazy year and actually quite overwhelming because you go from just thinking about you i guess and then you're like whoa i've got a human growing inside me and i'm getting married <laughs> and it's all of it it's quite overwhelming but really exciting yeah and it feels right yeah it feels really exciting it feels it feels like the right time i wasn't expecting this year no <laughs> but i'm embracing it it's going fate with it. though for you isn't yeah it? i love the way the world works as a first time mum what do you expect of motherhood do you know what i have no idea and i think for me, it's a bit like ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. and I'm just sort of taking each day as it comes. You know, I think the first trimester for me was difficult and really hard. And now I'm like just really enjoying the second trimester. Yeah. And I think I'm just sort of taking it day by day. And also if everyone's advice, I've learned the other day, someone gave me the best advice ever. And they said, learn to say thank you so much. I bear that in mind. <laughs> that <laughs> and I'm really advice. enjoying that phrase. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny because everyone has an opinion, don't they? Yeah, it's bizarre. It's like all of a sudden everybody wants to talk Mm. about what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And yeah, I wish I'd have known that phrase. Mm. I think like (laughs) you, I wanted to find out my own way. Um, So I was kind of keen to learn the hard way and do everything that I kind of wanted to do on my own rather than being told whereas I wanted to know everything did you and which worked out better so I know um I don't know I feel like we're in quite a good place at the moment it took us 14 months but I mean Knox sleeps through the night he's a very chilled baby I feel like I was very underprepared really underprepared because I didn't have the answers no one really spoke honestly about the challenges that I would face as a twin mum and a mum and I have to say the first six months were very painful for me mm-hmm. and my partner. Really? Mm-hmm. But I think what made it harder was because we didn't have a support network around us because my family lived in London, his family lived in America. And so what you really do need, Lucy, is someone to come in once or twice a week, even if they could do your wash load for you or mm-hmm. let you nap for a few hours, just having... A, support, I Just guess. support. Yeah. And I think I didn't have that um, regularly. And once a month, and that's not enough. And you go to Lally, like if you think if you didn't have a baby and you were at home ill for for two three weeks you'd go crazy wouldn't you so why would it be any difference when you've got no sleep (laughs) babies that need your attention all the time yeah as long as you're willing to accept it because I think my issue was that I wanted to learn the hard way so I was like no I can do this on my own and literally I had no sleep me and Andy argued all the time because he would say why don't we try this and I'd be like "Mm -mm, I'm not doing that because I'm a bit of like mother earth I don't like (laughs) letting the baby cry I like picking them up straight away that kind of thing Mm. um so So I just made it hard for yourself yeah I did I really really (laughs) made life so hard and I think that's the best bit of advice that you could have is accept help Mm. and like let other people like take them or baby away from you they're not going to not love you anymore, are they? No, no. Um, yeah, I so. think a rested mum is a, is a, is a better mum yeah. and a happier baby, I think. But who knows? Whatever's right for you is right for you. You just mm. got to do what you feels right and, you know, and take what you want from people's opinions mm. and then anything that you're not quite sure and just leave it aside. 
I'll probably Sounds say like that. <laughs> um, has your fiance Ryan Thomas given you any words of wisdom? No, we have not really. It was a long time ago, so he obviously has got um, Scarlett. She's eleven, mm-hmm. um, and in a way, though, I'm kind of like not that he's given me words of wisdom, but he's. I feel more relaxed because I know he's done it before, which yeah. is kind of an unusual situation because I know usually it's a lot of pressure on the mum. Yeah. I feel like he's taking a load off me because I've never even changed an appy. Yeah. Mm. Have you held a baby? Yeah, I've held a baby, but I've never... He's got um, a niece and a nephew and um, um, the niece Elsie, she was born while we were together. So I, I love her and I spend a lot of time with her, but I'm just not... I haven't got any f- f- close family really or friends, yeah. really close friends with babies. So I've not had that time. But I think because I know he's done it, I feel a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. And he, he knows what he's doing. He literally take the reins when he needs to, can't he? Yeah. And, yeah. and he was like, yeah, you should definitely breastfeed. I went, I know your game. <laughs> so I have to do all the night feeds. <laughs> yeah, but you can pump as well. So <laughs> This is true. This is true. <laughs> no, I would, I would have loved that actually. Because I think we were so clueless, me and my partner, Danny. We just did not know what to expect. And then we were both like, what should we do? You know, when mm. things happen and you're not quite sure, sure on at least you can have that you'd be like ryan and he's gonna be like don't worry darling it's all right yeah, that's amazing what a lovely yeah. thing to have i just think it's crazy that it must feel like um a million times more um than this but you know when you drive off and uh, when you get your driving license and you're like is this legal and when you take a baby out of a hospital you must be like what they're leaving me I with know. this baby <laughs> what do i do it's crazy absolutely crazy <laughs> i remember we were traveling from the hospital to where we live and it's about a 15 minute drive it took us 45 minutes i've never seen my partner drive so slow mm-hmm. over oh, every little bump he was so, he was so nervous so cute. and then i was I like are that. they breathing in the back of the car are they breathing oh my god because you they're so tiny and well, they don't even seats. tell you how to strap them in do they like all the midwives were like Mm-mm, this is not our job we don't tell you how to strap your babies what? in and you're like what like of course i didn't watch the youtube tutorial on how to strap my baby you in before i got here you can't watch a youtube tutorial on everything i yeah, exactly. know exactly. i know and that was my fear so little knox was like rammed into this car seat and uh he was fine. We're fine. There. I think you. I think once you've given birth and you're kind of all them hormones are going on, everything mm. feels so overwhelming. Mm. And so just give yourself a break and just breathe, mm. and it'll all work itself out. Mm. And it's. I'm so pleased that Ryan has had some experience because yeah. that already sets my mind. My I'm rested for you. I feel like oh god, this is gonna be alright. I'm just gonna deal with this. Should have smashed it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's 11 years ago. I'm not sure how much he remembers. Yeah, it'll be like, oh, it's like riding a bike, apparently. <laughs> um, what have you found the most challenging about the first 12 weeks of pregnancy? The first 12 weeks? I think everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think, first of all, the initial, wow, this is happening. Because I think for a guy, they become a dad when the baby's born. Yeah. When you look at that stick and the lines on it, well, actually mine just said two, three weeks, um, <laughs> you're like oh, I'm a mum now, like, mm. I can't have a drink tonight. I, can't, I know that sounds, I'm not that I wanted one, I felt awful. But I just, it's just Everything from that changes, moment, it? mm. it's not about you anymore. Yeah. And it's very much like a click of your fingers, like, this is it, your life is different. And that I found really hard to accept. Yeah. Um, and then the tiredness, not being able to work as much, the sickness, not being able to work out, the eating only beige food. Mm. So, and I felt really guilty because I thought, I look, I eat really well mm. and I'm pregnant, I'm growing 
um, my own human and I can't put any nutrients in me because it won't stay in my body. I'm mm, sick yeah. every time I smell anything mm-hmm. and any, and you just feel this guilt like, oh, I hope, and then you, and then everyone goes, well, you know, that can last the full nine months and you're like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> it panics you, doesn't it? And it's, it's, it's crazy because this mum guilt, you think it's going to be when the baby arrives, but actually mum guilt, I don't know if you've heard of this, so many women are suffering with it at the moment, but you don't think that it's going to start right from when you can see, but it does. Like mm-hmm. I had, I had the exact same thing I felt guilty about everything that I was doing mm. and I felt resentment actually towards Andy did you yeah because I was he like doesn't it go through what we go through yeah, yeah and like I was lying on the sofa and he was jetting off to Lisbon and I was like hold on a minute this is your baby as well and I'm having to live through like 10 months of hell essentially and I, I didn't feel guilt. I felt hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There's quite a lot of women who feel guilt say now. That, yeah, yeah, I feel guilt now. <laughs> it's true. It's, mm. but it's your baby equally, but you have to go through the hard yeah. stuff and they can never relate. But I think Ryan got an appreciation of how hard it was when, you know, my head was down the toilet eight times a day. Yeah, and he's he holding went, your hair back. And, and, and he just went, this, I, he went, I hate being sick. I can't bear being sick once a year. I don't know how you're doing this. You're amazing. Yeah. And it is nice to have that respect. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it. I think it's amazing to have a supportive person by your side yeah. to get you through because you do need that person because you obviously you're ultimately going through it physically and mentally. They're just seeing it mentally how you're dealing with it. So it's just having that reassurance that like you're going to be okay. Almost like someone behind you in the ring yeah. when your boxing match and they're just there. Keep and, and all them words of wisdom. So any dads who are listening to this, keep up that sort of like positivity <laughs> because it is challenging. It Even is. down to the labour yeah. as well. Andy was like, it was like a football game. He was like. Come on, you can do this. So I'm like, we're not scoring a goal here. I'm trying not to think about it. (laughs) The mum guilt, though, do you feel like that's the guilt that you're feeling for your baby or for you and kind of your lifestyle? Um, I think a bit of both. I hated not being able to do as much Mm -hmm. at the beginning, and I couldn't, I couldn't accept it. I was like, I want to go to work. I want to work out. You know, but I think as soon as I did accept it my life got easier mm-hmm. I was just trying to fight it I was like train trying to train but yeah. run into the toilet to be sick and I was yeah. no energy and I thought what am I doing yeah it just relaxed so I just took the first trimester off working out and I just ate beige food and I put my feet up yeah. well, I mean <laughs> you seem incredibly relaxed now and like you're in the groove of pregnancy and like it's going really well for you yeah, the second trimester is a breeze. <laughs> I'm loving life. Honestly, it's, as soon as I hit about between 11 to 13 weeks, I mm. felt like a weight had been lifted. I had my energy back. Mm-hmm. I was eating normal food again. I could actually have food in the fridge because I couldn't open yeah. the fridge. Oh, me too. Um, like, literally, I could smell it from upstairs, actually. Uh, anything. And, like, Ryan or would breath. put aftershave on. And I would go... Yeah. I like oh go away from me it's like mm-hmm. oh that's not kind of what I <laughs> was yeah. expecting it's crazy though isn't it because you spend so much time like loving your partner and then when you get pregnant which is the end goal you literally hate them repulsed Andy was so insulted he was like yeah. you, I have to sit on the other side of the sofa I was like please I will be sick if you touch me yeah. oh no it's, I, it's so hard but the cologne thing is like mm. I remember going Maybe you're gonna have to stop doing that. Anything with vanilla. He can't wear. He couldn't wear. He can wear any vanilla. Yeah, yeah I get flashbacks. Vanilla, yeah. Tom Ford. Oh, oh, that's gone. No, that's gone. All my diffusers, all the Joe Malone diffusers are out. Yeah. yeah. All the candles. No candles can be lit. Mm-hmm. Like, if anyone sent me flowers to say, because obviously we just got engaged, so mm. I had a house of flowers. Oh, I was like, oh no. Get yeah. them out. Get mum can have them. Take them to mum's house. I just I couldn't deal with any smell. It was also it's like the nice smells and it's the strong yeah. salmon. 
I couldn't sit in a restaurant. Like yeah. maybe you... that's why you were doing all the beige as well, because that's all the kind of plain salty foods. Did you yeah. have any cravings actually? So you knew it was going to um, be a boy. No, not as much. I think I'm kind of eating everything now. I love cereal. I never ate cereal mm-hmm. before. And I'll wake up at four in the morning still. This has happened the whole way through and I have to have a bowl of cereal. In the middle of the night? In the middle of the night. If not, I can't sleep because my stomach is so, so like, painful. I'm so, like, the hunger pains. I've done Bear grills and not eaten for 28 <laughs> days and the hunger pains oh are gosh, worse yes. now. Wow. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. That's how me and Ryan met. Yes. Oh, I knew Starving that. Starving on but... a deserted island, just how all normal couples <laughs> me. That's why we're not very normal. <laughs> but eating through the night is bringing back memories of me. I used to stuff my face they with say, crackers. Yeah. Take oh, biscuits yeah, crackers. to bed, don't they? I used they? to have to have crackers if I felt in the middle of the night, if I woke up feeling sick, ginger biscuits or crackers. Yeah, yeah. me too. But you know what? Nothing really works. I did, do, mm. I did a blog on morning sickness and I think actually a big part of it was just accept it mm. just accept yeah. that it is like this and everyone gives you all this advice but they they kind of help yeah. like eating small little and often mm-hmm. very like beige foods yeah. dry foods but actually it, you just feel a bit rubbish yeah and yeah <laughs> you look like so you're true. glowing now now oh, yeah good. like and i'm sure you were glowing the whole way through. oh no not at the beginning i was not glowing <laughs> i looked gray <laughs> and i was chained to my toilet <laughs> mine lasted five months oh you poor 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 thing i was off work for five months oh it was just awful absolutely awful yeah. but then when you get through it's like oh, i can enjoy this now but you think is this how what normal feels like yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, then you, you really do appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So you were saying before, you, you lead such an active life. Um, how How is that adjustment, you know, to having the bump? And then like, how does it make you feel that you've had to make such a shift in your life? Um, active wise, I really struggled at the beginning not being able to train. Um, and then about 13 weeks, I introduced exercise again. Oh, how did you do that? Because How both of us suffered from it. And I actually, I used to teach ballet bar and I had to stop okay. completely because I literally couldn't even go So how did I get back into yeah. it? I think partly because it is my job. Yeah. Results for Lucy needs Lucy. Because yeah. obviously it's results without <laughs> Lucy. Um, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Zero results because <laughs> no one's getting anywhere. <laughs> but I think I I wanted to be involved. We we um, have a pre and postnatal plan. So one, I really wanted to be involved in that and I wanted mm. to feel uh, strong enough. And actually a big part of it for me was my mental health. Mm-hmm. It was strong. I... I I would say, you know, 70% of the reason that I train is my mental health as well as my physical health. And I needed it. Mm. I was so desperate to get back. And as soon, I think one of the first things I did was like a dance fit class. And I just had this smile on my face and I went home happy and I was like, I feel like me again. Yeah. And I needed that. Yeah. I think that it's so important, isn't it? Oh, hugely. Because I didn't exercise through pregnancy because I was so poorly. Mm. And by five months, I was huge with twins. Uh, with my twin bump but I do think that I wish I'd have known I wish I'd have spoken to you well because, it's preparation isn't it for yeah. labour as well even yeah. if you're having a c-section or anything like that I think like that. as well and yeah. if you're tired and you, you can't do it I think don't do it I think you have to listen to your body yeah. I couldn't at the beginning I'm and not... I can now so that's fine but and I think everyone's different and some mm. people I always say people have asked for advice and I say you know even if you just go for a walk get your head like you forget clear your mind clear your mind get out in the fresh air go for a walk do something and it makes you feel better you're so right you're so right like they do say i know we we did another podcast with another guest and he was saying that actually the reason you feel sick is something to do with blood flow 
And it's your body kind of shutting you down because it's overworking. So it's making you rest. And that's the way you rest because obviously you feel yeah. nauseous the I've whole time. I've heard about food as well. Apparently it's your body protecting you because at the beginning, if you get food poisoning and things, that's you're, why it's you the most beige. dangerous. So your mm. body is drawn to very bland beige food because if you think about it, what could give you food poisoning? Yeah, absolutely. Bland beige foods. Yeah. Isn't it? It's that instinct. And it's unbelievable, isn't it? Mm. That, they, that instinct in you saying, no, actually avoid that. I remember specifically um, craving tuna. I really wanted tuna for some reason, because maybe it's because we were off the limits. And I never really ate too much tuna. Oh, yeah, but the forbidden fruit. You're yeah, not really allowed much tuna, are you? But I remember getting this tuna. No, it was chicken. It was chicken. <laughs> Danny got me chicken. Oh God, I brought it home. Like Sorry. Chicken. 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 chicken of the sea. <laughs> he brought back this chicken because I was craving. I, thought, I said, no, I think I might be able to eat chicken. And then I, I opened the, the packet up, and then I was like, no, there's something wrong with the chicken. He went, what? I went, there's something wrong with that chicken. I said, I'm not eating it. I said, there's something wrong with that chicken. Anyway, Daddy was like, it? what? No, he sliced it open and it was raw inside. <gasps> well, you just knew. But I just knew. Like I had this Isn't that weird? Oh, and I yeah. think one of the first signs for me was I had... Um, I had um, an espresso martini and it just literally made me be sick. But obviously, my body didn't it's want the coffee and it didn't yeah. want the alcohol. Yeah. But isn't it strange? Yeah, I just love, like, I am absolutely fascinated by the way a woman's body works now. Yeah. Like, you just don't appreciate it. And I sit down and I'm actually completely going off the subject, but we're watching um, <laughs> Grey's Anatomy at the moment. And you know, like, watching a hospital-related program, you have such appreciation for doctors. Yeah. Well, that's the same way I feel about women now. Everyone, I want to see their story. I want to hear their their labor experience and I just find everyone has something to add yeah. to kind of your journey as a mother that you can kind of take advice on. You do feel like you're in a special clique when yeah. you become a mum. Like I'm desperate that... to hear about everything that you have to say because it's so exciting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't want to know everything. There's a lot of things actually that I didn't know and I wish people spoke about more. Oh, tell me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but there's lots. Of, I think the changes in your body mm-hmm. and certain thing, functions of your body change yeah. and like my boobs... Yeah. I've gone from a B to an E. Yeah. Wow. In 18 weeks. And I bet Ryan isn't complaining. <laughs> He's not complaining, no. <laughs> but it's just, it's things like that. I didn't, I, everyone goes, oh, your boobs grow and blah, blah, and your body changes. But I didn't quite realise it changed quite so quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, pelvic floor, not as great. Yeah. yeah. Are you <laughs> finding that you're still able to work on yeah. it? Yeah. Everyone talks after, but no one talks about this bit before. Mm. No one talks about the mental health side before. Yeah. Um, everyone talks about postnatal depression. No mm. one talks about before. And I, I wouldn't say I experience it, but if I didn't train, I definitely could imagine Yeah, because you're already I, I kind of feel... losing who you are as a yeah. person, yeah. aren't you? You're kind of sacrificing everything for the yeah. baby that's not even born yet. Yeah, but a lot of people, I think they have the baby in, and it's all fine to talk about it then, but I think people don't really during the pregnancy yeah, I agree and there's loads of these amazing pictures on Instagram of everyone dressing their bum really gorgeous but not mm. actually talking about what they might be going through mm-hmm. and also your hormones yeah and you oh look God, at everyone what? on Instagram and they're all happy and all this and you think yeah yeah that's not right <laughs> eight the, months the pregnant crying, the cry- I literally uh, used to cry every week I think yeah it became I, quite annoying yeah I, 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 I probably had happy tears and sad tears yeah the whole through the whole or duration just emotional like I cry an advert yeah now, and I never would before no yeah I was quite cold-hearted I think and now literally I'm like goosebumps with every pregnancy story crying at 
yeah. everything and there's certain tv shows that i cannot watch now like i cannot watch if it's got a little bit of violence in it i'm like oh no no I don't oh really watch it. it's not because, funny and um, before when i was pregnant i had it I, I had this wave of anxiety like oh god this is really really i felt like i was in the tv it, it was that connected with yeah. the story and now even i find it hard to tolerate violent programs mm. i have to go I have to really say right i mean this is a tv show because my hormones are still crazy. And mm. I don't think people talk about that. I no. mean, I'm, yeah. the boys are nearly at one next week. I think you've still got another f- two months right. of hormones. Because mine hormones was 14 months. Really? And then I was like, oh my God, I was a crank. Like, <laughs> I was like mean to people because you just become so possessive. And like, it's your job to bring up this child. And now I'm like, why was I so mean? But you can't help it. You can't help how yeah. whatever yeah. hormones you... are very powerful yeah. things. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and you you know you can feel it yourself bubbling, and you're mm. like control yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I had it. This you know, morning. it's not yourself. <laughs> I think the anxiety thing is a massive issue yeah. as well. But I mm. didn't realize how much that would change. I I feel the same. I was watching a series called Money Heist. And I couldn't sleep afterwards. Mm. And I would never, that things like that would never bother me. Yeah. Well, you start thinking about the situations you're going to put your child into, don't you? And like, are they going to be safe doing that? Or am I overreacting? Yeah. Did you, um, do you, are you experiencing them crazy nightmares? Weird nightmares, vivid nightmares? I have, I do actually. I never even thought about the link. Is that a link? I, I think, think so, it's yeah. Because um, I found that I was having the most bizarre weird dreams. Oh my god I had a weird one the other night about breastfeeding. <gasps> Did you? It was like I was trying to breastfeed and it was coming out the wrong place. No way you're like <laughs> feed my baby please. And it was and- coming out of like over here like oh, on my arm and it wasn't coming out the right place and I was really upset and I woke up distraught sweating mm. I was like that was weird. <laughs> but do you know what that actually happens because on your on your nipple there's loads of different e- holes. exit holes yeah, for There's not milk. just one. So it actually can Spurts. go to the side. Oh, so this was real. So yeah. you actually. So maybe this wasn't a nightmare. This is just the future. Yeah. This is your body preparing you. That, that's yeah. really cool, actually. <laughs> that is cool. Have you oh, got God. like a plan in place of how you kind of want to like move forward as a mother, or are you just kind of sticking to go with Honestly, the flow? Honestly, and this might be really. Um, this I don't know if this is a, a bad thing, but no, not at all. Mm. I'm not actually trying to think about it because I think it's quite overwhelming. Yeah. I think if you sit there and go through everything, there's so much as well. Where do you start? Breastfeeding, birth. Yeah. like um prepping the nursery and i don't know there's so much but you know i think it's quite all i've done is buy a car which yeah. i don't know if that's even it's, a sensible it's thing important. to do you need and it i just feel like i needed to do something yeah but I, at the moment i'm just really relaxed um but yeah i think after christmas i'm gonna start putting some things into place and but yeah i, I think you'll feel when it's the right time to do stuff don't there's no right or wrong just day i always say day by day and yeah and you'll figure stuff out as you go along it's actually mm. made me more relaxed in a way because yeah. I'm quite a control freak I like with work and everything I'm quite you know even like a holiday I'll plan it down to everything and with work I'm the same I'm a list person I've got a list for a list for a list in my notes <laughs> on my phone and actually it's the first time I actually feel quite at ease yeah and I, I'm realizing that I can't really plan everything because it's pretty impossible yeah. so I'm just kind of like you say going with it day by day as um, a gift, I think, of pregnancy, yeah. that you get a perspective that you never had before. Yeah. And it, it allows you to... I did have the same. I felt so serene, even though I was vomiting. I felt that inner calm. And it's and that's carried on, actually, into going back to work. I mm. have this inner calm, but also this sense of empowerment. Like, nothing stresses me out anymore mm. because the most important thing is my boys. And yeah. it, so you're going to have... You've got so many exciting things to come. 
Mm. You'll be like when you get back to work, it does. or you'll be you might be continuing at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. Have you set a goal of like what you want to do in terms of work? Do you want to carry on working the whole way through, or are you going to kind yeah. of take some time for yourself? I feel like my work. I'm very lucky mm. because I'm. You know, because it's boss. my own, yeah. Because I'm my own boss, I can kind of pick and choose when I go. In which, um, although I found hard not going at the beginning, it was a luxury for mm. me that a lot of women that I sort of see on the tube, and I think I don't know how you do it. You just des- you deserve a medal because mm. I think they're amazing for getting on the tube at six thirty in the morning with morning sickness or a huge bump, yeah. and not everyone gets up. And uh, this winds me up. Yeah. I've seen men <laughs> not get up for women with a bump on the tube, and I think I'm very lucky in that respect. But I'm going to carry on. My office is very nearby and I've got a team of actually we're all women at the moment Mm. which is amazing and a couple of mummies in the office so I think it's just a nice environment I love it and I'm going to just try and even afterwards I've already in my head see myself with my newborn baby straight away back in the office with my cat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what the beauty of this and of her journey is that you set the rules. You Mm. you do what you want to do. Don't worry about anything else going on. Just just be you and your baby yeah. and, and all things will fall into place. But like when you say about that, you feel more at ease and relaxed and mm. perspective. I'm like, also, if I don't go in, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, They can call me. I can be on my emails. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And it's also nice to kind of have that sense of your own self because that was one of the things that I struggle with the most after giving birth is you then become like a sole provider, obviously with your partner or husband as well, but looking after this baby, you kind of forget who you are as a woman. Mm. And I think that by you being allowed and allowing yourself to think, I'm just going to go in if I need to, I'm not going to feel like I have to take maternity leave because at the end of the day, I want to run this business and get everything and keep everything turning over. Yeah. Um, So I think that's amazing. But in terms of pregnancy, and obviously you've been through those first 12 weeks, are you still feeling exhausted? And how are you keeping yourself motivated now when you could kind of sit back and relax and not do Um, much? I love it. Exercise is making me feel good. I'm training at the moment five times a week. Wow, I'm still working all week Mm -hmm. and extra weekends like now yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a weekend it's a Monday Monday <laughs> it feels uh, like it though baby it brain like... it feels like a Sunday today um and I love it and I think but then I think when I do feel tired I have a rest I have a nap and I have a day off yeah so I think it's not putting that pressure on yourself um but I love it I love working out and I love working and I feel like I think I don't know if it's because the first 12 weeks were so horrendous I feel amazing I feel like I've got loads of energy yeah, yeah. I'm sure by third trimester that might change <laughs> no I think it gets better actually doesn't it like what? I remember really even heavy? when I no, I, th- I I remember thinking I can do another month of this when it was like my 40 weeks um and I was literally like did you really huge yeah all my friends that have had babies are all like you get to the end you're like just hurry up <laughs> well I was trying to do exercise at that point because I hadn't done it before so I was doing the things like you were like walking and like my squats to try and lower the baby oh, and okay. twist the baby round so he's head down and stuff but I enjoyed that bit it was the I, first bit I enjoyed actually I am um, obviously I had sickness till five months and then I started to feel what you did like oh I want to do everything now I feel great oh how amazing is it you don't wake up feeling sick like you feel appreciate what it was like before that normality yeah. I yeah. Sick. This yeah. Is amazing. but I was exhausted I was absolutely exhausted mm. um up until the end and the last sort of oh my little puppy's come and cuddled Lucy and bum oh. do you know 
do you know the little baba there? <laughs> um, yeah, I I found it really hard at the end, and I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And we we ended up having the boys at 35 weeks. Well, obviously, that's normal for twin yeah. pregnancies. But I did feel that lull. So I think the, the second trimester is just go for it, enjoy it, embrace it. And then if you're lucky and have it like you did, Joey, mm. brilliant. But if you don't, then don't worry either. Yeah. But then every journey's different. Everyone's experience in pregnancy I do, is and I think don't feel guilty for working and don't feel guilty if you can't do anything mm. and you're too tired. Mm. Yeah. If you are suffering from the sickness, which I don't even know how to pronounce, I'm going to attempt to say oh, that, um, hypermassus gravdiam. <laughs> Can anyone pronounce that? No, <laughs> whatever it is, it's the sickness that we know Kate Middleton had I and had obviously it. Emma had as well. But how can you kind of combat that and incorporate some sort of like health like have you learned anything from your pre and postnatal exercises and things like that 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 you um, could do for me as i've said before it's just accepting it and you know don't try and fight it i think that was the biggest thing for me and i didn't train because it was just horrendous yeah. i didn't i didn't want to and i ate little and often because i kept trying to fight it going for lunch and mm-hmm. things and having a meal and then being like oh no that was a really bad <laughs> really really bad idea um but yeah i've done a blog on it on results for lucy and um it's gone down really well and we'll share that blog actually yeah, we'll share, make sure yeah share yeah. the blog and isolates really helped me really yes, me i too. think it was the sugar kick and also, and it was a keeping me hydrated because mm. i think i couldn't even water oh even water I was like oh yuck water so yeah. that I would have like five isolates a day yeah I had the same I'd go for a little light walk that's what I could do because I suffered with this condition and I went for literally 10 minutes and it felt like I'd been out for an hour and I had an, a massive ice pole lolly that I would take around with me mm. that's so funny that we've both come to that because my partner just said to me why don't you try an isolate it's cool little keep you cool because my hormones my heat hangover I quite like an ice it is like a hangover it's like three months well you five months poor thing (laughs) three months hangover 20 20 weeks I don't know how long that is um but you were in hospital and I wasn't I literally just was on my sofa being sick oh god I can't even do maths now my brain yeah. just five months work. right yeah maybe five months yeah but i remember time. thinking it it was never gonna end and even mm. the doctors were getting worried and i got tablets but then oh. they're like maybe you shouldn't take the tablets because then that can cause complications with the baby and all of that kind of it's thing. all this scaremongering isn't yeah. it it's, it's all a bit scary I, I didn't take anything i was like i'm gonna do my body feels sick i'm just gonna let it do what it needs to do and i'm gonna feel horrendous for however long i'm gonna feel horrendous for but for me i felt like i'm not gonna do anything i'm just gonna just push through being yeah. sick makes you feel better though, doesn't it? Do you feel like you're in nesting mode now? Nesting? Oh, I don't know. I think I am subconsciously without realising. Yeah, maybe that's where like the energy and everything's coming maybe. from. Maybe. I'm, I'm definitely tidier because I'm not a tidy person. I'm clean, just not tidy. There's clothes everywhere normally, <laughs> which is not as bad at the moment. Usually there's clothes, makeup, my dressing rooms are not, oh, horrendous. But I'm already like... Um, putting plans for the house I'm I've lived in my house for four I built my house four years ago mm. and it's still not done mm. it's still very white walls and minimalistic and now I want to make it homely yeah so I feel like I've and I'm I've started ordering things and plants and things that I would never I don't think I would have bothered with before yeah so I guess I am just nested. creating this tranquil zone for you yeah. to kind of like live in and but I didn't realise I was actually till you asked. Yeah. So that makes sense. Well, I just wondered if that's where maybe your energy and zest for life came from. Because I know that there was a point where I clicked and suddenly I was like, right, 
I'm getting rid of everything. You know, when you just like throw <laughs> loads. Of, I was like, the house I is getting completely spring cleaned because I was so petrified about germs and stuff like that as well. Um, that I just wanted <laughs> it to be a clean environment. Now is an absolute tip. And that- <laughs> <laughs> baby's taken over. Yeah, literally. I think. Um, for me, the energy is having my independence again. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it sounds mad because I know I haven't got the baby yet, but I feel like it, straight away, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, you, you kind of aren't yourself anymore, no. are you? Yeah. You're two people, you look after person. someone else. You, I mean, your social life isn't the same, let's Mm-mm. face it. Yeah. And you don't. I don't resent it, actually. Um, it's just different. You have to adapt. Yeah. And I want to fill my day with other stuff. I don't want to sit at home while my friends are out drinking and resenting them I want to go and do something with my yeah. dad yeah have you been lucky enough to have a lot of friends around you that have kind of either been through the same thing or are going through it and my best friend Lydia is about 10 days I think in front of me wow. so it's the dream and everyone yeah. has said you are so lucky yeah I wish you couldn't plan that. it better yeah and you weren't planning it no <laughs> <laughs> we both just found out together she called me and then actually she, it was her that made me realize that I was actually yeah um because I was like oh I don't feel quite myself maybe I should take a test but um it is lovely and we're going through but maybe slightly different experiences but um but it's nice because if one of us hasn't experienced something we tell each other and we're like oh maybe that's to come next yeah and she hasn't actually got quite as big bump as me and she hates it and she feels like it's not normal but then people tell me I'm huge so I think it's one of those things I think this bump shaming thing is really weird and last night this woman in the pub went to me just having my roast dinner and minding my own business she went how many weeks are you and I I told her and she went you're massive (gasps) I was like oh and I don't actually take it offensively I don't mind it because I love my bum and actually I my friend Lydia I think she would like to have a little bit more of a mum and I think in the end we'll just even out or she'll take over absolutely and everyone grows at different rates but my mum said she didn't have a bump Mm. at my stage but um my mum didn't either actually and I had a massive bump I looked like I was carrying twins yeah but it was all just water it's funny because every bump is different and every journey is different and you can you will pick and choose areas which are similar and help mm. each other through. But the bump shaming thing is unbelievable, mm. isn't it? It it's weird how once you become pregnant people have an, people feel like they have the right to comment mm. on your your how you look. Yeah. And I find that even postpartum, um, people commenting on how I look or how people or you, look. Yeah, you're too and skinny, that kind of thing. And yeah, whether you, you know, you've lost baby oh, weight or haven't. I that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that one. <laughs> but you're like, is. do I? <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting though, like that people feel like they can make a comment on how you look. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. Yeah, they suddenly yeah. feel like they're entitled just because you're pregnant, you're carrying yeah. a baby or something like that. It's like, like oh, you're huge, but you haven't got the face, the swollen face yet. And I'm thinking, I hope I haven't yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, hope, I hope I'm not getting it at eight all. eight months, nine months, not now. How have you changed your style in terms of dressing your bump? Um, it's different, isn't it? I mean, I've got, I will show you, I will show you lovely lady, my lovely maternity jeans on. They're the comfiest things in the world. They're never going. Um, I think... Not massively, not all of my wardrobes maternity yet anyway, I just yeah. kind of size up at the minute. Yeah. But you just, um, I think the biggest thing for me actually is my boobs rather than my bump because I've never really had boobs before. Are you so. embracing them? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I was always about my waist, I had a re- I'd look 25 inch waist. Wow. And obviously not anymore. So I think for now it's like, in, I always think, you know, enhance what what's good and I'm like now I'm like okay well I've got great boobs I don't have a waist anymore that's fine um but I haven't really changed it maybe a bit more floaty stuff because it's more comfortable mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's just way more comfortable and maternity jeans are the best things invented oh, loads of clots now loads of like 
um, floaty dresses with a leather jacket, that kind of vibe. Mm, yeah. I, I, that. I actually stole my partner's clothes. By mm. the end, I was oh, wearing yeah. his clothes mm. because all that oversized stuff was in. And I just thought, I, I'm not, because I, I actually don't like that much maternity no. wear. And I'd, I, I wouldn't have the luxury of you two going up a size because my bump was so big that. I, had to, like five I was going up a size in men's <laughs> men's clothes. Yeah, and then it doesn't look it doesn't look right anyway. When yeah. you go I think that's with the jeans. I went up a size and I thought, why am I bothering? Just yeah. buy because then they're huge on your Around bum knees, and everywhere yeah. else. And yeah. you think, what's the point? Let's yeah. just yeah. let's go for maternity. But I think I think the maternity jeans I would say if you're pregnant are a must. Yeah. And everything else, if you can go up like two sizes or yeah, maternity wear is hard, isn't it? Yeah. We Floaty always, dresses. We always say if Levi's five oh ones did maternity range, it would smash it, wouldn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't we it be amazing? The dream. It would be the dream. So on Monday Monday podcast series, it's all about how hard parenthood can be. Now, obviously, you You're not are, there yet. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the way. Um, but um what we what we talk about is what we normally ask our guests is sort of like if you were to be given a piece of advice before you had a baby, what would it be? So has your parents maybe given you advice? on sort of like what they wish they'd have known before oh that's so hard I actually mm. don't know yet I think um as I said before is the best advice so far I've had is it take everyone's advice and say thank you very much I'll bear that in mind mm. and or I'll take that on board oh yeah oh thank you so much yeah of course I never thought of that and then you're just like yeah whatever <laughs> um with most of it but I think that's probably one of the best pieces of advice because I think you, you should never get into a debate because everyone is unique and different mm. and their experiences are. And I think I've already had the, you have to breastfeed, you have to do this, you know, and also a lot of you shouldn't be exercising. Mm. And it's hard because you're like, mm, and I go, oh, oh okay, is that, oh, that's your opinion. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a good one. I must say, because <laughs> when you become a mum that goes to coffee mornings, mm-hmm. you need that line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's listening and is pregnant, um, we would love to go and check out Lucy's blog. And we also want you to go and check out her um, results with Lucy, because I think it's going to help. I really wish that I'd have looked into this more because I do feel like I lost part of myself in pregnancy because I didn't exercise and I think there would have been some moves that I could have been doing that would have helped and um, it's amazing that you are doing the post um, pre and post pregnancy exercises so thank you for giving that service to women because you inspire so many women you inspire us and um, I think you're going to inspire many more women so thank you exactly well thank you so much and we're going to keep up to date with everything on your Instagram as well I can't (laughs) wait to see baby I know too. You've been a joy. Thank you so, so yes, much. Thank you, thank you very much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Monday Monday. If you guys want to keep up with everything Lucy is getting up to, you can follow her on her Instagram at LucyMech1 and also at Results with Lucy. So, as you guys know, every week Emma and I talk about our favorite, our favorite products. products. I love this bit. Yes, me too, because I just love reviewing products. Anyway, so this week for me, it is the Marie Chantel Silver Cross Reflex Buggy. That was a whole mouthful. And basically, (laughs) I love buggies. And this is my absolute favorite because it's super luxury. It's got adjustable hands, really good brakes, really good uh, shopping basket underneath, super easy to open out, uh, really good rain cover. That's quite important with like Britain's weather. And um, Knox loves it mostly because, you know, all of these buggies that pack down, this one's umbrella folding actually, um, 
you tend to be kind of reclined while sitting in them. Whereas this one, you can sit literally vertical and he loves it he sits forward looking at everything that's going on in life and he literally buzzes um so that is my ultimate favorite and it's kind of like the rolls royce of buggies it, it has really like is. leatherette handles um like embossing with like a little princess because it's actually her royal highness marie Chantel who designed it um at nursery all the nursery nurses have said if we ever have kids this is the buggy we're gonna have we love it so much it's easy to push it's like everything about it is great um so it's got their seal of approval as well but it retails at 400 pounds so it's slightly more expensive but it's worth every penny and i mean i i did consider a silver cross because i used to have a silver cross twin buggy uh-huh. um and I've got loads of pictures. It's, they're so oh. iconic, aren't they? Because it's been going for years. I love it's British as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, we, we did end up going with the Mountain Duo buggy, but um, it was definitely a consideration. I think it's a fantastic brand. Mm. Well, it's it's suitable from birth as well, which you wouldn't think for an umbrella folding, but it is. Wow. It's got a little birth pad. People should go and get this baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joey, this week, my favourite product Um is called Orange Bibs. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of them, but they're very new. They're an eco-friendly brand. Mm-hmm. They are 100% sustainable, which is amazing. They're basically an orange bib. Yeah. And the reason why they picked orange for the colour was because of all the stains. I now, mean, tomato stains are just yeah. a nightmare, aren't yeah. they? I've got about 150 bibs that are sat in their wardrobe, not being used because I'm like, oh, I can't put them in there. It looks dirty when you yeah. put them on, doesn't it? Yeah. So this kind of avoids that situation. They're really, really big. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know cover majority of the baby which Mm -hmm. is good and they tie at the back so they grow with the baby which is amazing um they're a manchester brand and you know me i live in manchester so i like to support manchester people um and they only retail at Mm 14.99 and i just think they're such a clever idea it was a husband and wife came up with the idea when they were off on maternity leave and um yeah i mean Knox has got two actually and he loves them really he actually wouldn't let me take one off the other day i think he thinks he looks pretty in it oh <laughs> he would look look pretty in everything well our whole wardrobe kind of matches now because i'm fed up with the orange stains on everything <laughs> <laughs> so we only buy maroon and, and brown oh. basically I'm going to do that now. Yeah, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We yeah, hope you enjoyed. Yeah, it's been enjoyed. fantastic. Just another Monday, Monday. So, Emma, before we go, can you give me three reasons why you love our sponsor, Nano Baby, so much? This is really easy to answer. Okay, one, as I said earlier, they're great for stacking in the fridge. Two, you can pump them directly into your bottle using their adapter, so no risk of spilling. Woohoo! Yeah, and you preserve the nutrients in the breast milk as it cools down. He's up twice as fast. Oh my gosh, yes. Honestly, though, I really wish that this brand was around when I was breastfeeding the twins. I had so much anxiety around this. I used to hate when Danny would leave and I'd have to do it all on my own. And this would have just taken all of that stress out. And I love the fact that it's shaped like a breast for easy holding for little hands. Yeah, the twins are currently making me do all the hard work. (laughs) And so I'm hoping now they'll be able to grip onto that bottle and just toddle around drinking the milk and I can just sit and have a cup of tea. So whether you want to get your partner involved, you're going back to work or you just need a break like Emma. Yeah, I need a break. (laughs) (laughs) It's the perfect companion for your breastfeeding journey. Available in John Lewis, Mamas and Papas and Nano Baby Online. www.nanobaby.co.uk Thanks for listening. (laughs) 